Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to pause for a second. Anyone who does not know who Jay Cargill is, pause this show right now and go look her up. I'll, you have my permission to do that right now. Because look, man, Jay, Jay didn't nothing to play with. Okay? That. Black excellence. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. Another episode of the Down Podcast. As you can see, it's just me here. No Quan. Quan, he, he he couldn't make it this week. Almost Quan got some other stuff going on. So he will be back next week. He will be back. I know most of y'all come here just to see Quan anyway. I'm um, just an afterthought. But hey, man, sometimes you got to think again. And that's why I'm here. So yeah, the show must go on, right? Um, Hold Down Podcast Reveal. We're talking hip hop and better up culture as a whole. I am your host, the Unstoppable Bloodbath, right here. But not in the kitchen this time. This is actually my room. Anybody who watches Dead and Gaming, shop Dead and Gaming. Uh, this is usually where y'all see me sitting at my desk. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the desk set up. And it's also the place where I've been recording the Gotham Knights Let's Plays. So, also, that Dead and Gaming plug. If you like Gotham Knights, if you like Let's Plays, go watch those. I've been. I've been playing Gotham Knights. It's a really fun game. I've been posting the Let's Plays from it. And it's my first attempt at a Let's Play. Never did it before, but I think it's going well so far. So make sure to check that out as well. But if you're here, that means you're a fan of Battle Rap. And then this show is broken into a couple parts. The first part is the Hip Hop Shenanigans, aka Quan's favorite part of the show. Then we do our actual battle review. Then we do our, our closing remarks and like arts of the week. This week, I will go through with a full show. And usually when it's just me, I don't do a full show, but I, I'm i going to do it. I'm going to I'm gonna do a full show this week. I'm going to do the full Monty. So, sorry, hip-hop shenanigans. So, uh, I got a couple stories, not too many. First and foremost, RIP takeoff. Um, that's, like, the biggest news of the week, honestly, because I, I woke up to it, and I, I really didn't want to believe it, because... Migos was a huge part of hip hop and my like experience here in Atlanta. Like when I moved out here, Migos was skyrocketing. Like everything about the city when I moved here 
was Migos. So like this, that hurt. And then to find out that he was only 28, we're the same age. I really didn't like every, like I've been, I've been seeing everything differently, y'all like that, that his passing affected a lot for me personally. And I don't usually get like caught up in like celebrities lives and when they pass and stuff, but something about this one, it really shook me. And I've been counting. I've been counting every day, bro. Just like it's a blessing. Like I, I don't take that for granted. Like nothing. I wake up every day just with like renewed energy. Cause I don't know. This one, this one just felt different. So yeah, RIP take off. I pray for his family and everybody in the circle. Um, it's terrible for everybody. Um, I don't really like want to go too much into it because I mean, someone died, but. We're going to move on to 1017. So, you know me. You know I love Gucci. You know I love 1017. You know I love the new 1017. I think all the artists are good. But someone was on the label and off the label. Quick as hell. A little too quick. Uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with a rapper named Baby Racks. Baby Racks. He is... A rapper, up and coming rapper, just got signed to the label recently, and he said that he wasn't doing those shows in Houston because of the takeoff situation. He's like, hey, bro, you're booking for a show in Houston. Ain't no point. Baby Racks ain't going. But he's like making jokes on Twitter and shit, and Gucci took that personal. Gucci dropped him from that label immediately. Like, tweeted that shit out. Like, this nigga is no longer 1017. Like, so then it was gaining traction on on Twitter because I mean because Gucci said like Gucci made fun of it and Gucci said congratulations to Baby Rack the first artist to get signed and dropped in the day that dude is not signed in 1017 like dropped that nigga quick as hell so then uh Baby Rack started tweeting like oh okay whatever like thanks some shout out to Gucci and all that for the deal like for the deal. But then he's like, I'm also it's like now I'm a free agent. Are tweeting all the Gucci thoughts. So he tweeting that young boy, tweeting that like Jeezy, like all of them tweeting that Gucci ops. Like, hey, I'm a free agent now. So like, if you wanted to sign me, so that was petty, but I did not hate it. I think that was a smart move, and I probably would have did something very similar to that. So I was like, okay, bro, I feel you on that. That was that was a good move. That was a good move. Um. In other hip-hop news, so this past weekend, there was a couple of events. There was the Kings and Queens prom night that looked dope. There was also Remy Ma's event, um, the, the women's tournament this past weekend as well. So it was a Chrome 23 event. And the Chrome 23, I actually tried to watch. I didn't realize until it was too late there was a pay-per-view event. Usually, our stuff was just up on YouTube, which I was looking forward to. And now I was like, wait, that's where's the YouTube link? pay-per-view link so i'm gonna go back and watch it but it seems to be successful so far i'm gonna give y'all an update for people who did not watch it like myself i'm still gonna watch it though an update on who moved on so in the round one qb lost to shane Ashley. so shane Ashley beat qb and then 40 bars lost to c3 so 40 bars is a big name c3 also a big name so hey so now in the next round, we're going to Shayna versus C3. That should be interesting. E-Heart lost to Cheddar. And then Miss Miami beat Hazy. So Cheddar and Miss Miami going ahead. Battling each other in the next round. E-Heart also 
a very respected name in battle rap. Lost. We also got C. Bree beat Shyst Raw. So she's moving on. Bonnie beat K. Prophet. And I did see clips from that battle. So Bonnie's moving on. We got Shayrak versus Caution. Caution won that battle. Shayrak is out. Yoshi G beat Coco Cake. So Yoshi's moving on. So Yoshi's going against Caution in the next round. So that's just a quick update on how the tournament's going. Uh, it's only... So they got four battles, and then it's going to be the finals right after this. So this is the, the semifinal round already. I'm glad for this. The $25,000 all-women's tournament, it's good to see stuff like that. Like, I like seeing people do different things. I also like how Queen of the Rain, their prom night event, everybody wore, like, prom attire, and then they got dressed up. I thought that was dope. And then they actually voted a prom king and queen at the end. I thought that was dope, too. Like, people just doing different stuff, just having fun with the culture, I think is dope. Back, like back when they was doing like the bowling tournaments and the basketball tournaments, like just having fun. Everything don't got to be so serious. And I think that's cool. I think we should all just try to have like try to find more joy in life personally. And I know it's easier said than done because some things ain't joyous or joyful, but you got to find it somewhere. In other news, Drake and 21 Savage supposed to be dropping their Her Loss album at the end of this week well probably by the day this comes out same day this comes out and i've i'm really enjoying the promo they've been doing for it they had the fake tiny desk concert they'll eclipse it out was doing but had people excited because that would have been a crazy tiny desk then they did the fake interview on howard stern so like i'm i'm liking their rollout i think it's i think it's creative and it's fun like they go into all the places you post to go to for your like your promo you know, everybody goes in their press run, their promo store for their new project. They're doing it, but they not doing it at the same time. And I think that's what's so interesting about it. Also, I'm looking forward to that project. I'm going to tell you right now, I think it's going to be good. Uh, Drake and like, y'all know I'm the biggest Drake fan, but Drake and 21 together, they don't miss. So I have a feeling that they're not going to miss with the album. Do I think the album is going to be complete bangers front to back? No. I think it's going to be more hits than misses. So, regardless, I'm looking forward to the album. I think it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to get played a lot. It's probably, they're going to probably end up being Mario's of the Week next week. Most likely. Me. They might not, but it's a most likely thing. Like, most likely Mario's of the Week next week. Moving on. So, in other news, um, that's homie Rick Ross. I saw that he appeared on AEW television, you know what I'm saying? Just in some skits and stuff. Shout out, like, it's cool seeing, like, AEW's really good with bringing in hip-hop into their show. Like, they've been, they had appearances from Westside, Trina, Rick Ross, uh, Action Bronson. Like, they've been bringing in the wrestlers over to AEW, which is interesting. Because, like, like, hip-hop loves wrestling. Everybody, for the most part, loves wrestling. And, like, rappers bring up wrestlers all the damn time. So, like, it's just nice seeing that the wrestlers bringing the wrestlers around. So, but oddly, in a in a series where the rap and the wrestling didn't mix correctly was with Mr. Boward Woward. Okay, Bow Wow has been saying for a while now. I don't. I, this is not the first time I've seen him talk about how he wants to try to transition into wrestling. Right. Um. He said, like, yo, I want to get into wrestling, all that. And he said, and after my first win, I just want to take you out somewhere. And he tweeted at Jay Cargill. 
I want to pause for a second. Anyone who does not know who Jay Cargill is, pause this show right now and go look her up. I'll, you have my permission to do that right now. Because look, man, Jay, Jay didn't nothing to play with. Okay. That. Black excellence. Okay. It's a, look, man. So uh, Jay responded. She was just like, hey. You can't afford me, Bow Wow. Thanks, but no thanks. So, like, they was going back and forth on Twitter, which later, like, right after that, you know what I'm saying? A little bit later on, she was like, I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? It was a joke, but you know what I'm saying? Bow Wow didn't let her know, like, hey, bro, I'm Bow Wow out here. Like, I got bread. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? It was going back and forth, having fun, like, you know, talking about money, this, money, that, you know, conversations I don't be having because I'm, I'm, I can't talk. Then, uh, then I this this was news to me. This this is this is really the duh, the meat of the story here. Okay, this is this is where the story takes a wild twist. I go by nobody wanted to tell me that Jade is married. What the fuck is this? She was like apparently her husband is a baseball player, well, a former baseball player. What? How was nobody told me this before? Because when did this happen? I look. Uh, this 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 changes a lot. I. That's really what I care about this story. Uh, Bow Wow, look, bro. Shot to shot, you didn't make it. But I'm more confused. Why ain't no damn body told me she was married? I I feel like this should have been news a while ago. I feel like somebody should have sat me down and told me this. Like, this this is earth-shattering news for me personally. This hurts. Uh... I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need some time to process this one, because... Damn, nigga. Uh, fuck Bow Wow right now, cause the yeah, I say he he not she don't want you play it, but damn, nigga, I yeah, um, this hurt, cause if you see, cause bro, I was like, how long they been married? How long they? Been, I'm not, finna, I'm I'm saying these things knowing that I'm not finna do my due diligence and find out. She, you know what I'm saying? She was just like, you know, me and my me and my man go on play dates with your money. Like she would talk cash shit to Bow Wow. She really was. She was really trying to fuck at a shot, honestly. But I just need to know how long she's been married. I I need to figure this. Or I don't need to know because it's only gonna hurt me more. I need to stay away from this. But yeah, uh, everybody out there. Moral of the story is she married and. I just feel like Tyrese, like, congratulations! Like, that's how I'm feeling right now, bro. Like, Nick, what? She's, she has nuptials? Like, she's betrothed? Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. That's, that's, look, that was, that wasn't, look, I don't, I'm gonna know someone talk about uh, news wise. Let's go and get into this battle. This week's battle is Danny the Myers, Bargat, versus Active. This battle is, I forget the league already. I think it was West Coast Central. Something like that. It just came out a couple days ago. Uh, this is like a very West Coast Central guys battle. Uh, Danny Myers, you know. Everyone knows Danny. Active is name that we have not talked about before. Active is another West Coast rapper, like a West Coast OG out there. Uh, big Crip. Yeah, so everybody knows him. There's just a whole West Coast vibe in this battle. Like this was clearly 
a for us by us Cali type of battle. And I'm, I'm cool with those. That's not where I'm from, but I'm still cool with those. Because most of the battles we watch is for us by us East Coast niggas, like New York niggas. So you got to give the regions they shine. So I'm not, I was not familiar with Active before this battle. I will go ahead and say that. Uh, I, I didn't know about him. But unfortunately, he didn't make me feel the need to go check for a bunch of his battles i might watch another one here and there but it may be or maybe it was just a matchup because anybody going up against danny is it's 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 a rough night and i feel like he didn't make the most of this opportunity because he came he started at came out in the first round i just felt like his first round was okay he had a pretty he had a couple of decent bars like especially like his Beauty and the Beast bar, uh, stuff like that. But he just felt like he was getting a lot of gas from the room. Like, the room, they you could tell they really like him, which I get. I get loving your legends and giving them their praise when they're still alive. But not on all of these bars. Or maybe they just went over my head. Maybe it's a me thing. Maybe, it's a, maybe I just didn't speak the lingo. And that's understandable. But then Danny started strong with a rebuttal off rip. And then it was just it was over with from that point. He was he was in his bag after the first bar. Like Danny went Danny on that man, and he didn't let up because he's the basketball shorts bar was hard. Like, Danny's first round was dangerous. That was that was one of the first rounds that it was you just don't want to stand in front of those rounds because it was it was a rough one immediately. And then active because like active active talk about this first. He was like, yeah, man. Everybody know what Danny gonna do. He gonna do a rebuttal, bring in some other random shit. But then, surprisingly, what I did like is that Active did his own rebuttal in the second, which I thought was good. That was it was he had some that decent rebuttal. Then he did a pocket tap, like he did. Apparently, that that's his thing as well. The pocket tap, people like that's his thing. So, all right, well, he did his stuff. And I do feel like his second round was stronger than his first round. His second round, I enjoyed way more. Like his 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 escape scheme was good. His Rick Rue bar, that was good too. Like he had his his second bar was better than his first. It's just that his second ended in a way where he like I could tell that he was he was starting to lose steam, so he just ended it. And then Danny Danny had a like a weak rebuttal in the second, in my opinion. But then the round itself just just as dangerous as the first. And when you're doing that, you know that it's 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 a wrap at this point. If you got too dandy, too good. Danny runs back to back like that, and you ain't had a round up to that par. It's, you know, it's, it's GGs. So the active came out in the third. Uh, his third, yeah, it just he he was losing already. You could tell because it sounded like he was almost freestyling his third or just trying to remember his shit, and he just ended it early. He was like, yeah, that's all I got. So then Danny is Danny's third was short as well, but he at least if if it felt short, but he at least felt like he did what he needed to do so he sealed the deal with his third so yeah um as you would probably already assumed in a danny battle against someone we're not familiar with danny 3-0 like come on now like, but the room was giving energy to both of them i will say that but that, that danny energy is different danny energy is just different bar guide is dangerous he's a I, He's one of the matchups where even if you're good, it's just it's hard to go against him because the way his energy is, 
it's very difficult to go up against that type of energy. And this just wasn't the type of opponent for him. But then it's like, at this point, who is? Because he's battled everybody. So, like, who 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 is there? You know? But I can get off into the scores. Crowd control. For active, I gave active a three. I think the crowd was liking him. Uh, for Danny, I gave Danny a four for crowd control. Because they liked them, but they liked him more than active. I'm not going to give him a whole five. There wasn't crowd serving, but... It was just more than active, so I gave him a four. For active, for delivery, I gave him a three. I thought his delivery was just fine. It was clear. Had no issues with it. I do feel like uh, he could have emphasized some of his harder bars better. I think that was more of an issue for him. Danny, delivery, five. Come on now. The bar guy. Had no issues with his delivery. Everything, he, was, he wasn't he was losing. He was keeping his speed. Like He was changing flow every now and again. And... It was clear and concise, like, come on now, bar guy. Haymakers. For active, I had, unfortunately, to give homie a two, respectfully. Uh, Danny, I gave Danny a four, because, again, bar guy. Zone. Zone, I gave active a three. I think he had... His second was good, his first was okay, and his third was, like, non-existent. So, I just, just had to give him a three, bro. I didn't want to give him no two. And that, well, yeah, he did kind of choke. But, yeah. Two it is. I just changed it to a two. Had to do what I had to do. Well, nah, man. It was, I'm going to give him a three because he, he was kind of in his element. You know, he was around his, he felt he was supported by his people. He was, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. But then you must give Danny a five, because I mean, as I said every other time. So overall for active, he got an eleven. And then for Danny the Myers, Danny got an eighteen. Overall, uh decent battle. Nothing too crazy, but it was what you expect from Danny the Myers. My artist of the week. Again, there's no Quan here, so anybody write down bars. Also, Quan had been doing bars in a minute. We need to get on about that. Everybody tweet at him about that. Tell him to do better. He been he been getting real lax days ago for how to show everybody know that Quan does the bars. He writes down some of his favorite bars, but he ain't been doing that in a minute. And y'all need to tweet at him or hit him up on his IG on all the you know sit social with the long address, all that shit, because he just. Not, not, not holding up his, his, like his thing. That was his thing. Cause I'm, I wasn't writing down the bars. He was going to do that. That was his thing. So yeah. Anyway, artist of the week. So my artist of the week right now is if overall, right? I've been in an R and B vibe lately and I've been in an R and B like just a wave for a minute now. I have not been as into hip hop recently. I don't know what it is. A rap. Rap's been good, but the R&B just been carrying me throughout the day, and it just, I don't even know if I have a specific artist of the week this week. I just, I just want people to listen to more R&B. Like, I guess that's, that's my recommendation for my artist of the week, is just listen to more R&B, like, just mix it up, because even, like, people, like, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Fauna Hughes, she dropped a project. Laura and Fauna, 
dope. Yeah, yeah, Bay drop. Remember your North Star. It's not all like it's good, but it's a couple. I don't love all of it, but some of my favorite songs off of it, I enjoy. Keisha, I enjoy. I, I even enjoy. Reprise hard, and like a couple other good songs in there, but like so it's not it's not a bad budget. I mean, it's just you know. Then there's the Sam Henshaw and Tidy Soul still my RB album of the year right now. But it, you know, I'm, is it my RB album of the year? It's probably up there. But I know it's top five of the year in general. Is and that came out in January. That's still in my top. Like I, that gets played. That gets played. But um, what was to R and B wise? That new smell, not exactly R and B, but the vibes. The vibes. I'm finna get into this. Uh, this new PJ Morton and uh Babyface dropped the project. Not together. PJ Morton dropped a project called Watch the Shun- Watch the Sun. Listen to that. And then Babyface dropped Girls Night Out, and I need to know what that sounds like. I need to know. And I'm gonna catch up on that Isley's project soon. But there's a lot going on in the R&B realm, and I'm here for all of it. R&B is in an amazing place right now. There's so many options. It's a point where it's like it's hard to keep up. Well, it's impossible honestly to keep up with all of the great R&B acts, and I think that's a good thing. I think that's a very good thing. So I'm all for it. But I want to thank you for tuning in this week's episode of Hold It Down Podcast. If you want to keep up to date with us, you know, hit us up at Hold It Down Pod on all our socials. They're all the same. Follow us on TikTok and Twitter and IG. If you want to follow me, hit me up about some stuff. Hey, bro, I'm easy fine. At Not Bloodbath on everything. Talk to me on Talk Back. But that's enough talking for this week. I want to thank you for tuning in. I'm going to see you like comment and subscribe also if you supposed to do on youtube because i noticed it the first youtube video so i know you know what you're supposed to do but anyway remember to tell a friend to tell a friend and tell a bitch to tell a hoe and remember to stop and hold it down